Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook has invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts. Learn more about their ongoing work at about.fb.com safety. Y'all never mind me. Hey, everybody. I was thinking about, uh, uh, I want to say a friend of mine, but we weren't very close. I just knew him on, uh, I knew him on Facebook and we, we actually went to school together and we were on the same swim team. But what I was, I was thinking most about him, because you think about a person, he recently passed away as of this morning, actually, that I heard. And you think about people, when you think about people, especially if they've passed away or if something happens to them, you think about what what type of person they are and you also think about what type of person you are and how you want to be remembered and how that person will be remembered. And this individual, individual I'm speaking about, what I remember most was uh, upon when we first met on the swim team, I didn't like him. I just didn't like the guy. I had no, you know... I didn't hate him or nothing. I just didn't, you know, people you just don't like. And it wasn't anything like worth getting in a, a fit about it. But, you know, I just I just didn't like the guy. We swam on the same team and we could cooperate together. and It was fine. And we had a good year, a good two years. And that was that. Years later, as you get older, found him on Facebook and, you know, sent him a friend request because it wasn't like I said, it wasn't based on anything real particular i just didn't like him and you know he uh he accepted a friend request and we talked from time to time on facebook wasn't any bad i I don't think he even knew that i didn't like him initially (laughs) um but what i remember most was he uh he posted a lot of stuff a lot of stuff about sports a lot of stuff about uh social interactions social justice stuff like that and a lot of his views and opinions i didn't necessarily disagree with some some I flat out disagree with but we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of different stuff and it was never like an argument it was just a a gentleman's we can agree to disagree and what I thought more about that was if I had to say anything about the end of the the guy who passed was he was 100% himself like he was he was honest to his convictions and his beliefs and that just was what it was. It wasn't for the sake of being, you know, argumentative. It wasn't for the sake of being uh, a separatist or a, you know, a contrarian. That was just what he, he would say to his opinion. And that's what he stood on. He stood on his beliefs, backed by the facts that he had to support it or the experiences that he had to support it. And he stood on it 100% of the time. It wasn't any time that you can catch him two weeks later and he was like, oh, no, I feel a different way about that. No, he he generally stood on those things. And it made me, of course, after you think of that and you, you think about who this person was or how you knew this person, you, of course, begin to think about who are you? How do you think people will remember you? And I thought about it. And in thinking about it, I thought... I, I'm not that way. There are definitive opinions and positions that I know I have and stand on 
within myself that I know that if I were to, you know, express them or put them out on, you know, paper or spoken word or anything, it would be, it would be kind of divisive. Some of those opinions would, I know that would offend some people and it would hurt some people, all of these people that I care about and care about people in general. And I always made it a point, you don't want to intentionally do harm. And then there, there comes the rub here in my, and just my thoughts in my attempt to keep peace or in my attempt to avoid a, a conscious issue or a conscious disagreement that I know will come. Am I being disingenuous? Am I a disingenuous person? Am I a liar? Am I a coward? What does that make a person? Because you can say, well, those topics have never come up. And yeah, okay. Sometimes those topics have never come up, but it's not it's not just circumstantial. Those topics haven't come up because I've intentionally avoided them. I made sure that the com- the conversations never go in the direction that would offend the people who who I was talking to if I cared about them. And I don't make it a point to be loose with my words or to be callous with my words or to be combative or to intentionally hurt. And is that, am I sacrificing something in doing that? Am I a coward in doing that? Because again, it's not, it's not just happenstance. These are intentional, intentional efforts I make with the language I use and the directions of the, the, the nuances of tone and, and how we, how we, how I rather, how I craft it to make it so we'll never even get to those topics. We can skim it briefly. And it's not that I'm afraid of these people. I just don't want to intentionally harm. And then it makes me think of people like the, uh, the person I'll call a friend who passed away. Do you, I imagine that he, he never wanted to go out to hurt people, but he, he stood firm on his convictions. And that, that begs the question, at the crossroads of my convictions versus your feelings, what do I choose? And what does that mean about me based upon my choice? If I choose your feelings above my convictions, does that mean that I'm, again, a coward? Does that mean that I'm disingenuous and fake? What does that mean about me? I don't know. If I choose my convictions above your feelings, does that mean that I don't care about you? Does that mean that I'm callous? Am I heartless? Am I cold? I don't know. Is there a balance between the two? Is there a place that I should be should be reaching for to maintain some semblance of harmony? Is that harmony? I think about a quote from uh, Dr. Martin Luther King in a book that I read where he talked about uh, peace versus a negative peace. And he said, of the two, he said, a negative peace is the absence of conflict, which is to say that though I, I don't agree with what you say or what you do, I just don't want to have conflict and disagreeing with you. So I won't say anything. So we'll have quote unquote peace. But that's not a resolution and it's not long lasting and no, no solution has been reached with that negative peace, a negative peace just being the absence of conflict. And if there is 
conflict, people want to people tend to equate that with discord. And conflict doesn't necessarily mean discord in the in the process or in the the working out of peace. There is conflict because you have to establish the peace. You have to establish what you want, what the other person want and come to a resolution. And in in the getting to that resolution, there is conflict. But all of that entire process is still peace. So I wonder. I think about it. You know, I think about what is that? What does that mean? What does that mean that I've I've I have and still do avoid those conversations? And it's not because I'm afraid of conflict. I'm not because I've I've gotten to the point where you understand conflict sometimes is inevitable. So to fear it is is kind of ridiculous. It's like being afraid of the rain. The rain will come. You shouldn't be afraid of it, but what you should do is prepare for what you will do when it does rain. You don't have to spend your every waking hour preparing for it, but it's good to have some contingency in place or many contingencies in place. But I think about that in, in the light of this person specifically because he, he would have, you know, arguments with his other friends, I guess, on Facebook or other people. And I would see, you know, do the uh, the uh, social media thing where you would see people argue in the comment section and just kind of like, oh, that's crazy and go about your day. But you wonder, like, at, at is it what what does that say? And I, I'm just thinking about me. What does that say about me that I don't take that position on some hard stances where I don't speak up or or say, hey, I, I feel this way. But again. My cop out is I've never been asked those questions directly. And I say cop out because I feel like maybe I should should I force the issue? Is that is that necessary? If I believe like I say all the time that tact is the art of making a point without making an enemy, am I then intentionally making an enemy? Am I being tactless? Is that what I should shoot for? Is that, is that you know, cry loud and, you know, <laughs> spare not? I don't know. I don't know. Because I understand that you attract more flies with honey than you do with, you know, something else. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough, it's a tough thought process. And you have to, that one's a definitely an individual one. You have to decide for yourself, where do you lie? And I guess for me, in the point where it feels like I'm hiding my convictions, that's where I, I draw the line. But here's the, here's the rub on even that. If I am intentionally crafting conversations so they don't go that direction, am I hiding? Is that just as bad as being quiet when people ask who will stand up and who will join me is that just as is that just as bad if someone wanted wanted to assemble men to go fight a war and i said they were gathering people and i didn't say anything is that just as bad as you know not voicing your opinion or if i if they were looking for men to fight a war and i 
I said, well, no, they they weren't looking at me directly, so I didn't. I I I don't have a fault because they didn't say my name specifically. That's how it feels to me. It feels like. It feels like I don't know. Am I being disingenuous? But again, you don't just want to walk up to a person and start a conversation like that that you know is going to be offensive because that's that's kind of a, a jerk move to me. But again, as as a lot of these are, this is just a thought and process, and I, I don't know where where I'll end up landing as life progresses for me. Um, I know that if I'm asked directly, I'll be honest. That's the least I can do, even if it hurts feelings. And I don't feel that that'll be cold or callous. I think that that'll be respectful in in the manner of this person asked me a direct question and trust me to hear my opinion. The least I can do is not lie to them. And also, the least I can do if that person is a friend or a person that I I have respect for, the least I can do is formulate it in a way that it's not overtly offensive, but yet at the same time, 100% honest. So, just, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, gauge sincerity versus others' feelings. Sincerity versus compassion, we'll call it. So, all right, that's all I got for today. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Would you rather have wireless on the most reliable network nationwide or unlimited with 5G for $30 a month per line? You don't have to choose with Xfinity Mobile. Wireless so good it keeps one-upping itself. Most reliable based on Root's metric U.S. report. Results vary. Not an endorsement. $30 per month per line when you get four lines. 